2: I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back tomorrow, and with me in the, on the show today, Miss Shannon. Miss Shannon, hello, Paul, hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. I
0: am happy to be here. It's nice to be out of the house on a weekday. It it's is nice weekday. to be out of the
2: house, even though, like, isn't this weird? Um, we find ourselves in these moments in different studios. You and I, I don't think we've ever hosted a show together. That um, is correct. But you I don't know, think so. we have um, chatted in the hallways here at My Talk for years, and I know listeners. Uh, Love and listen to you both on the weekends and um, on the other shows throughout the week. And you literally are the busiest person (laughs) I know in terms of all the different projects you're working on. So thank thank you you for taking some time out of your very, very busy schedule to be with us. For the next three hours.
0: I appreciate it. Living that hustle life. But, you know, I'm very fortunate because right now we live in a world that having multiple revenue streams is good
2: (laughs) because if
0: if one of them shuts down, you're like, I'll go over here for a little bit.
2: (laughs) Before it was (laughs) nice. Now it's necessary. Exactly. Yes. And I want to hear about some of those other revenue streams that you're working on throughout the show. So we'll get to some of those. Sure. Um, But I did want to just take listeners or take a moment for listeners to remind them and actually inform them because they might not know this. Our Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, which uh, was this... Essentially, we took 10 days to raise awareness and raise funds for... The neighborhood rebuilding fund at my talk one zero seven one, and last uh, over the weekend we wrapped it up, and I want to give you guys the grand total. Oh, I'm so
0: excited of
2: funds raised. Now you've probably been watching these numbers climb over the last ten days, Miss Shannon. But yes. right now we are at one hundred and forty eight thousand three hundred and sixty eight dollars.
0: Absolutely beautiful. Thank you to everybody that was part of this because. I, you know, when you say that our my talkers continually exceed expectations for graciousness and community building, we can't say it enough. It happens every time we come back and we go, look, I know that it's difficult for everyone out there. But that when we band together, our community is absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah. And if you think about all the, the fundraising we've been doing right. recently, and then, you know, see, every time one of these opportunities come up, you're like, well, I don't know. Are people going to open their walls? Have we done this too many times? Oh my but God.
0: unfortunately, I wish that we lived in a world where we didn't have to ask. So the well, fact that they're you know, you're, it, for everyone listening, the fact that you're not, would you please stop? And instead you go, yep, I want to support them as yeah. well thank each and every one of you
2: absolutely and we had over well just about one and a half thousand donors raise that hundred and forty eight thousand wow. and a lot of that was uh, some local businesses that we uh, got to meet over the last 10 days and by the way if you want to hear those interviews you can go to mytalk1071.com mm-hmm. um but i also i did want to give a, a shout out because i i forgot to do this on friday so we had um My friend Tori actually uh, sent me a note and uh, made a contribution, and she wanted to um, pass along this message on behalf of Tori, Ron Stritcher, and Cody Cruz from Connected Insurance. They Mm -hmm. uh, contributed $1,000. She says, we love Minneapolis, and we love my talk. We believe that Black Lives Matter, and we serve the community with pride, and so I just wanted to take a moment for that special shout-out. Um, but there are tons of shout outs if you want to go read through them on the fundraising page. And by the way, while you're there, you can still make a contribution.
0: Right. Right. So. And it all goes to a very worthy thing. Of and, and that's the other thing. I think what we do, you know, we bring a lot of things to everyone's attention is the way that I'll say it is that maybe you go, OK, it doesn't impact me as if it's. The person next door to me mm-hmm. but reminding everybody that all of these business owners all of these people in our community they still are your neighbors so yeah. again thank you for being a part of
2: this it makes the i talk community seem smaller like right. we are a huge community right mm-hmm. of all the listeners and um the businesses and then of course uh all the on-air folks you know sometimes it's it's hard to remember that um we are just an actual <laughs> group of human beings right and um i think this you know this does just bring us all closer together so Agreed. It's been fun to watch this um blossom over the last 10 days and I will tell you if somebody had asked like how much do you think we're going to raise it wouldn't have been $148,000. Exactly. Exactly. So.
0: And once again, we set a you know, we set a goal and we blow that goal out of the water. So again, thank you every time you do this.
2: Okay. So, I do want to take a couple moments uh before we uh go over to the dirt alert sure. so that we can talk about you. <laughs> Because literally, I want to make sure we get to all the things that you're working on. But um, in order to do that, we need to talk about them in several places. But also, you and I just haven't had a chance to catch up. Right. And before all of the, you know, just since the year 2020 right and yeah it's, like only since, <laughs> it's only
0: been six months
2: it's only been six months the
0: last time we saw each other face to face was at actually probably project down and dirty reunion show i think no it
2: was, it was a christmas party oh yeah oh yeah
0: you're right, right? yes yes we did But still the that party. seems like
2: a thousand <laughs> <Exactly>. years ago <laughs>
0: The world has changed into a completely different world. Agreed.
2: And you're a busy lady most days, but you're even busier now. Can you just talk a little bit about, I mean, people know you from my talk, but they, you know, probably also know you from your comedy. Right. Can you talk about just a couple of the things that you're actually working on right now?
0: You know, it was very interesting as a performer, like when things started to shut down, of course, I was in the same boat as a lot of people where you have your schedule, just you're slowly watching everything just Flash away, you know, and and after the first couple happened for me, I was like, actually, I kind of just was able to, like, rest into it because it was kind of anxiety causing for me to go. Well, do I want to go to that thing if I have the ability to? So it was kind of nice. when it's like, no, we're all cutting it, you know, cutting all those things out. Um, But then it was a matter of, okay, well, if we're going to be performers, how do we do that in a virtual or streaming world? How do we still um percent entertaining things to our audience, because especially for, you know, as a comedian, you want to f- dance on that line between going, okay, if people need a break from mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. but also there's some very serious things that are going on that you want to be able to go, when is it appropriate for me to go, okay, don't think about that if you need a break, here's some jokes, yeah. and when is it appropriate for me to go, please think about this right now, And the jokes will come
2: later. Mm -hmm. How do you do that, though? Like, that's not an easy thing. You know, we have to do a tiny little bit of that on the station, of course. But we have the pleasure and the the ability to talk. It sounds weird saying it, but we get to talk about the serious stuff as well. But like when you're going into a room or a space or uh, in front of an audience that expects you to be funny in a moment like this, how does that that that's gotta take a lot of brain power for you to be able to navigate through that. Right.
0: And I mean for me personally, what I ended up doing and I know some of my counterparts to this as well, is that I created a different framework for some of my projects. And the one that we that I'm working on right now, Comedy Through the Chaos, is because of that. It gives you license because it's it's storytellers and comedians it gives you the opportunity to go okay we this is how we process some of these complex situations is Mm -hmm. by using humor Mm -hmm. but it also gives you the opportunity to go here's the historic context about this here's the background information it it you know, the, one of the things that I think is best about the way that I'm handling my uh, performances now and, and, and being a stand-up comedian is going, I am not going to presume that my audience is too dumb to have more than one emotion at a time. Yeah. There's certain times where you're laughing because you were crying a few minutes before and you might get back to crying later or you're crying right now, but it'll be funny in a half an hour. Like for me, I get to funny pretty quick because yep. that's how my brain I'm like, well, this was gross, but now it's funny. Um, And so being able to help people do that is what I'm kind of focusing on now.
2: Well, and how does how do you even and I do want to talk about comedy through the chaos Mm -hmm. at length in the next segment. But I imagine or not in the next segment, the next hour. Yeah. um, But I imagine just just interacting with people has has to be totally different over the last. uh, It has
0: been, you know, it is. It's. and you and I were talking about this before the show started. Like even being six foot away from somebody, six feet away from somebody in the same room, feels so different. Yeah. Because we spent so much time not even in the same room mm-hmm. or in the same building, or you know, we've done some social distance gatherings. Some friends and I, like at a park, and been real spread out. And how. Rejuvenating that feels and I know that some people are trying to do some performances. That'll be in that space And that'll be very open and 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 allow people to safely Collect but still like framing your reframing your brain where before you go I want 300 people to show up now We're going I'd be really happy if I had 20 happy invested people that were here and and just getting used to going That's enough and that's fulfilling.
2: It's just uh, hoping that you can make money with that number versus the other number right that's the long term that's
0: not the methodology we had before before it was more bodies mean bigger checks yeah so that'll take a while you know and 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 it also felt more you felt more successful like knowing that you had a show that pulled that many people felt great Mm -hmm. you know i'm not gonna lie like the narcissistic side of all of us performers are like we wanted as many bodies as possible and so now we're like well that's not going to be it so you have to figure out what's going to fuel you when you go forward
2: Well, we're going to continue to talk about um, the work you're doing in comedy, but also what you, I mean, you're doing voiceover work.
0: (laughs) I was kind of doing that before. Yeah. Um, It's just I'm doing it differently and more now because. That was one of the things that you can do from home. You know, that's my version of what can you could you easily work at home? That was one of the first things that I could because I had a studio at home or I have I have a studio at home. I just had to rewire it so that I could jack into different studios and do things or record differently. And so that was where my radio background came in pretty handy because I was kind of used to making some of these things myself. When I was producing things for my radio shows. Mm-hmm. So doing it for a client was like, okay, oh, yeah, I can actually do I all am I the one that normally would be and I'd go to a studio normally and then they would I would read whatever I read and then they'd have a production person that would cut it. Well, now I can do some of the legwork and then send it to the producer and then they can cut it versus me having to be on site. Yeah. And so it was I was very fortunate that I was in that position because a lot of voice actors didn't already have that, you know, set up where they could do it from home.
2: And um you know since the killing of George Floyd mm-hmm. you've also had the opportunity to just have all sorts of conversations and I think one of the best things about Miss Shannon for the audience who doesn't know is that you have the ability to facilitate conversations in a way that I think is perfect in this moment. Thank you. And I imagine that you have had several of those conversations and that's probably led um I mean hopefully anyway th- that'll lead to more opportunities to have I conversations. I
0: agree. I mean like we've that. I have for a number of years, uh, for companies or organizations, I did a, I, I do a presentation called cultural sensitivity for the accidentally insensitive, which sure. I think really, is the, the the middle of the target of where we are with most people now is that they're not trying to act, you know, now we're really working towards getting people get all the way to anti-racist when before they just thought they weren't the perpetrators of these things. Sure. And we're just learning now that sometimes that's not enough. Just mm-hmm. saying, well, I didn't do it. Don't be mad that it, you know, it's like, no, the fact that these things are happening are literally causing people to lose their lives. Yep. So it's a great opportunity to educate people. I'm glad that I kind of am in that space where I was able to lean into that and provide You know, some of the things that I've been working on over the years as a resource um, and try and come at it from a position of positivity and meet people where they are. Because some people, you know, we've been saying these things for years. It's just now starting to resonate with parts of our community. That's fine. We'll meet you where you are. But also, some people don't have the bandwidth to explain to you these things. Yeah. And so, if I can also amplify those voices so that other people, in the BIPOC community, the Black Indigenous People persons of color community can rest. I'm happy to do that too. So. Yeah.
2: Well, and and in this moment, there are a lot of people feeling a lot of pressure to have all the answers for right. a lot of people who just found out that there were some questions that agreed. They agreed. Yeah. So, um, Miss Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna head to a break when we come back. Uh, our good friend Rob is gonna have all the latest from Hollywood during Great. the dirt alert right here mm-hmm. on my talk one oh seven one. Of my talk, dirt alert. Dirt,
1: alert, dirt, alert, dirt, alert, dirt
2: alert. All right, and here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend Rob. Hey, Rob, by the way, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, it's good to be in. here,
1: good to get out of the apartment.
2: <laughs> you, you know, I feel like day I need to be
0: caught up because somebody on Twitter was just saying hello to all of us and was like, like, thought it was like a, a, a basically like Reese's peanut butter, all of the good things were all put together. Yeah, yes. yes. so they called you Brother Rob. Why are you Brother Rob?
1: Oh, that goes dates back to the time when I worked with Ian and Marjorie here. Oh at, when it Rob was known as F M one oh seven.
0: Oh, well yeah. done. Yeah, I'm honored, Rob. I am honored, brother Rob, to work with you.
1: Well, uh, you probably heard Kanye West is back in the news. His uh, former bodyguard is calling the rapper a bully and is threatening to sue for damages after West accused him of breaking a confidentiality agreement when the bodyguard called him the neediest, moodiest client <laughs> he's ever had. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's true. But one wonders why he's talking about this now. Right. Uh-huh.
0: Because don't you normally just write a book? Just normally just write a book and get the money back. He was
2: just um, like flapping his trap, like, oh gosh, a couple months ago or something. This guy, and apparently it was on a podcast. And that's when I think Kim and.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind
2: all of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And Kanye sent like a cease and desist right. letter to this guy. Right. And um, now he's still talking. So I'm not sure if he's begging to be sued or or what's actually... What his intentions are.
0: I always think that it's like that first volley and trying to get something else started. So is he trying to get his own mm. reality show? And that's the only thing that he has is I'm a uh, a, a former celebrity bodyguard. So I have all these stories. Yeah. So he's trying to elevate his name because otherwise we wouldn't. How many other bodyguards have no. they had that we have no idea who they are?
2: Yeah. And if you Google <laughs> this guy, you're going to get a sense real quick. But that's exactly right? the kind of person he is.
0: He oh. wants to be still Steve Wilkos or whatever the guy who used to be who ended up with his own show because he was the bodyguard on like Jerry Springer or
2: whatever it was. Oh God, I don't even that know guy? that guy.
0: Yeah, so he was like the guy on the reality show on a different. He was the 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 heavy on the on a different reality so show. He's so the he guy ended that would run show.
2: in and like grab like the audience and push member. them apart yeah. from each
0: other. Yeah, that was his job. I will have to look and see what show he was because I honestly am I am fascinated with the methodology of most of those uh, type of reality shows, but not a recurring viewer of yeah. them. So,
2: yeah. so I could
0: only have so much You show preaching. up
2: when you need to, Correct. and then you run away.
0: Exactly. But I don't watch every day going, oh, who's the baby's father? I just, I, I can't every day. I can't.
2: So anyway,
1: the threat of being sued for $10 million is apparently not not enough? this guy yeah, like he's stay quiet.
2: Clearly like, uh, okay, bring it.
0: Right, but sometimes when you get threatened by... OK, I think the dollar amount that sounds massive, almost so massive that it is uh, something that we can only imagine. But it's also almost too high to imagine. Yep. So if you sue me for twenty thousand dollars, I think that the courts might actually figure out how to get twenty thousand dollars for me. And yep. that would impact my daily. And we're not life. doing that. If you sue me for multi millions of dollars. There is no way you are going to get multi, even if you took everything I have. If you took my Ford Edge and my duplex and you took and my couch that I yep. had that a friend gave me, you're not getting any of that stuff. <laughs> yep. So and, what's the point?
2: And, and he's banking on the reality that Kim and Kanye are not going to stop what they're doing. No. Doing the projects they're doing, trying to make the money they're trying to make to sue this guy. Because they know that the minute they do that, it just creates an opportunity for him to... To not only get attention, but to also bring all sorts of things out into the open that they don't want to talk about.
0: Exactly. So I don't think it's going to make a difference. He's going to keep talking until somebody gives him a paycheck.
1: Yeah, he says he never signed a confidentiality agreement and that uh, his attorney uh, is saying that their client, his client, is being bullied here and they won't stand for it. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) All right, uh, let's go on to Beyonce. She urged people to vote and take action on racial injustice issues in her speech during the BET Awards. Beyonce encouraged everyone to change and dismantle a racist and unequal system, while accepting the humanitarian award during the virtual awards show they had last night. Former first lady Michelle Obama introduced Beyonce, who has uh, was honored rather for her work on the with the Bay Good Foundation.
0: Nice. Uh,
2: beyond- I- go ahead. No, I was just going to say I didn't even realize that there was a BET awards on last right. night that it was virtual, and now I want to go back and find out exactly how that all went down because and clearly I parts that's going gonna- to. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about it.
0: It, I mean, and they had it, you know, and I think that every little vignette had a different feel to it because it was from different locations. And some of them were staged in their homes. Some of them were staged in small venues, and they put together this whole thing. And I plan on going back and watching the whole thing. But it was one of those things that I think that we've, um, we have forgotten to look for destination programming, if that makes sense. At least I have in my life, because it has been a matter of, do I need to do it on the appointment time that I had yeah, like at the like who's affair? showing
2: up at 7 o'clock central for anything? Right. It's yeah. like,
0: that might be when it's debuted, and that's what I kind of use in my head. Okay, that's when it, the first time it'll be available is yeah. this time. But do I think I have to watch it? We were already moving away from that methodology because everything has been streaming, and you and you, it's bingeable. They want everything to be bingeable yeah. and in those kind of chunks. So I think you're not the only person. A lot of people were like, oh, I'll watch that when the headlines well, come Well, also,
2: out. I'm excited to see you know if this is going to teach us anything about the award award show season coming up, right? Like, so if the way that they do this or uh, if the way that they did this last night is going to, you know, give us any indication of what's going on.
0: I do think future. the method, the, the mechanisms is a good indicator of what we might do if we were going to do a Grammys or an Oscars or any of those things in theory. Uh, that that I it was interesting to see how they put it together. I do think that because of a lot of the other things going on in the world right now, the tone and tenor of this particular award show was very political yeah. and, and very specific yeah. you know, with all of those things, which a lot of times we tell those stars, if we're talking about the Oscars, they try and encourage them to not be yeah. political, especially with the Oscars and the Emmys. Yeah. So by the time we get to those events, I don't know if people will be weary about sure. everything that we're talking about, and then it'll just be like, well, I don't want to watch it either. So I'm curious. Also, you got to
2: believe that celebrities are going to want to sort of double over themselves to, you know, to make it uh, about the bigger issues yes. because you know they do in a typical year, but this year in particular.
0: I agree. I agree. She's and
1: Benny Mardonis, the singer behind the 1980 hit "Into the Night," has died. Aww. Aww. Benny Mardonis passed away today at his home in California after a long battle with Parkinson's disease. He was 73.
2: Hmm. Well, our thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Rob, thank you so much for doing that dirt alert. And when we come back here on uh, the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a 30-second pop culture challenge. So that means you can give us a call, 651-641-1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only if you call during the break, 651-641-1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only right now on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully, somebody gave us a call because it's time <laughs> to play the 30 second pop culture challenge.
1: 30 second pop
2: culture challenge. Hey Rob, do we got somebody on the phone? Yes, Joy is on the phone. Oh my god, Joy, thank you so much for joining us. Are you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge?
1: Yes, I am so excited. I've called so many times. This is the first time I've ever gotten through. Oh
2: yay. And actually, um little on-air production, Miss Shannon. I put the questions under the segment 30 second pop culture challenge would you want to ask
0: oh sure let me get my act together momentarily Joy. thank you for letting me do the honor okay i do see them here
2: joy just a heads up if you do win the 30 second pop culture challenge you're going to win a wonderful my talk 1071 t-shirt
0: awesome yay
2: they're lovely
0: you are and they're very limited yeah they are you know it's very difficult to get those
2: one of a kind And I will
1: wear it
2: proudly. All right. So if you're ready, Miss Shannon, uh, Joy, here's how it'll work. The timer will begin after Miss Shannon asks the first question. Miss Shannon, when you're ready, take it away.
0: All right. What is the mascot of the basketball team in High School Musical?
1: Uh, Tiger? No. Uh, Wolf? No. No. Um... Oh, I am not that age group. Um, Pass.
0: (laughs) Tiana is the lead character in what Disney animated movie? Princess and the Frog. Yes. David Lee Roth was the lead singer for what hard rock band?
1: Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Oh, I know this. Um, I'm going to pass and keep going
2: and come
0: back. What animal is the mascot on NBC? Oh,
2: oh Joy, I'm Joy, so sorry. You was so
0: enthusiastic. I was rooting for you, Joy. No, thank you guys
2: for the chance. You're welcome. Thank you, Joy, for playing the 30-second Pop Culture Challenge. And if you weren't, Joy, or even, Joy, if uh, you want to call back tomorrow, you can. We do this every day yes. uh, at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show The 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. Okay, so Ms. Shannon, do you want to read through those questions? Yes, I'll start
0: with the first one. What is the mascot of the basketball team in High
2: School Musical? And that's the wildcat,
0: right? Tiana is the lead character in what Disney animated movie? She got that one correct. The Princess and the Frog, an adorable movie. I thought she was going to get this one. David Lee Roth was the lead singer of what hard rock band?
2: And that's Van, Van Halen. Halen.
0: Hard rock, I think, is um, yacht wa- rock. I mean, yeah, kinda... well, now, yeah, <laughs> now.
2: yeah, I wouldn't quite call that hard rock.
0: Then we are going to move on to what animal is the mascot of NBC?
2: That's the peacock.
0: Beautiful. And finally, we didn't get to this one. Diana Pierce. Diana Prince. Prince. Diana Prince is the alter ego of which superhero? Wonder Woman, ching, ching, ching. fighting Lovely. for you. Okay. Right. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> exactly.
2: Again, if you guys want to play, you can play tomorrow. Just give us a jingle at 1230 on The Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay, now can that we That would do-
0: be one of the things I would add to my repertoire. If I could get those those bracelets that Wonder Woman has, Yeah, the, um, those would be useful every day. Puffs
2: of right. wisdom or whatever yeah. they were called. <laughs> I'm sure that. there was some like some wonderful name I
0: make them. that that's the that's the motion I make when uh, guys that I'm not interested hit on me I'm just like deflect deflect <laughs> pew pew so
2: you do that at them with yes. that sound effect
0: and then my friends laugh because they get it and the dudes are just <laughs> confused like, what? anyway
2: what's up with her and then they
0: go we didn't want her anyway still either worked still worked
2: either that or they're like give me more of that <laughs> very true do you have the outfit
0: <laughs> of course I do <laughs> a couple of varieties
2: alright yeah. can we go to blinded by yes. the Item? Have you ever played this game Ms. Shannon? Um
0: yes, yes, okay. I played this before.
2: Okay. So here's how this works for the listener. Um blind by the item of course takes blind items which are which are just juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We get them from a website called crazydaysandnights.net. This is like the, you know, um I don't know, NT Lawyer, the guy who runs this website, is like the king of blind items. Yes. So that's where we get all our blind items from. So I'm going to read, and Miss Shannon, there's really nobody else. Rob, feel free to join in and okay. help Miss Shannon if you want. But and I'm, I just
0: get to guess, right? Yeah, so okay.
2: I'll give you a little juicy bit of gossip without the names... Uh, in it, and you try to figure out who we're talking about. Good. And I
0: played this with Holly. I was terrible. I will terrible. So hey, I'll look, try and do better this time.
2: Most days, I'm terrible too. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, Fair enough.
2: All right. Here's the first one. And this is a confirmed blind item uh, Ooh, from okay. crazydaysandnights.net, meaning, unlike normal, where they usually just, uh, the names are sort of guessed in the comments, this one was actually confirmed by anti lawyer. Okay. okay. Speaking of cheating, this A-list mostly movie actor who sometimes directs has been talking to that naked celebrity he was seeing a while back.
1: Hmm. So
2: You are looking for an A-list mostly movie actor who sometimes directs.
0: Um,
2: and again, who's
0: single and like the, like the Brad Pitt's of the world. Doesn't he direct every once in a while?
2: Well, I will say he's not single now.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Because he was hanging. And who's naked? <laughs> like, right? Who is known for being naked?
2: Well, and that <laughs> I wouldn't spend too much time worrying about the her. The naked? Okay. Um, but I would focus on think of an A list, mostly movie actor who sometimes directs. Mm. And I'm happy to give hints.
0: Yes, please, hints.
2: Okay, so this one has been seen a lot lately with another woman, but she is fully clothed.
0: Mm-hmm. And they've
2: been walking around a lot.
0: Oh, oh, um, I, I don't, tell me, Bradley, tell me, Bradley, who do we think it is? Or who do we know it is? What if I we told know you
2: that he was once married to another very famous actress who likes to do credit card commercials? <laughs> That's not helping. Ben Affleck. Out. Yes! Oh. There you go, Ben Affleck. Pew, pew, pew,
0: pew. He does okay. sometimes. Okay, that all makes sense. So okay. now
2: I'm going to read, uh, I'll read the blind item with the name and. We'll discuss. Okay. Speaking of cheating, Ben Affleck, who sometimes directs... Well, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck has been talking to that naked celebrity he was seeing a while back. So we know it's Ben Affleck. I don't think we know, though. Because um,
0: he's with that that younger lady, Anna DeArmas. Anna DeArmas. De- De- yes. Yep. Okay. All right.
2: Um, I will tell you, if I look through the comments... It's uh, somebody thinks it's Emily Ratajkowski. Is that her name?
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: Uh, because was she in Playboy? Oh, I maybe
0: that would make sense with the mostly naked. But anyway, okay, that makes so, sense. You know. all, right. all right. I one know, down. Okay. I am surprised that that's a thing I was. I but I was sleeping on the whole. Holly and I had a whole conversation about whether they really were a couple or whether it was just press for the movie. So I was surprised that Ben Affleck and Anna Darmus was a were a couple. Well, and that they seem like weird. a couple
2: because at this point, like they're walking the dog. Yeah. Every day.
0: Walking the dog, hanging out with the kids. Going she's holding place.
2: the poop bag. Yeah. Yep. She's playing with the kids mm-hmm. to the point where I have to feel like. That's a thing. Um, what's her name? The ex-wife. Um, Jennifer, Garner. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner is getting, you know, like she's got to be like, okay, don't, don't be doing things with my kids in public. Thank you. Yeah. Right.
0: If I was Jennifer Garner, I would feel that
2: way. I'd be, you know, a little mommy.
0: Yeah, I would be dear. until I knew it was a solidified thing.
2: Don't be doing things with my kid. Period. All right, can we try another blinded? Please, I
0: hope I'm better at this one. Yes. Blinded, by the... blinded mm-hmm.
2: by the item. Okay. A big legal battle looks like it's brewing between the former actress turned royal and her husband versus the husband's family. It's why they had to stop using the same law firm as the husband's family.
0: Well, that has to be Meghan Markle. Yes! She's the only one. Okay. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. That one I'm good at. I'm yeah. like, that, that's a pretty narrow category.
2: All right, so I'm going to read it and then we'll discuss. Okay. Uh, a big legal battle looks like it's brewing between Meghan Markle and Prince Harry versus Prince Harry's family. Okay, it's why they had to stop using the same law firm, and the, the law firm, by the way, is Harbottle and Lewis, which sounds very,
0: very fancy,
2: very British. very prestigious. Harbottle and Lewis, right. So this is interesting, right? There's a legal battle. It it essentially is saying that Meghan Markle, Prince Harry are going to be in court against the royal family.
0: Do you think that it was because of them trying to step aside and what things they still get to continue doing now that they're not officially doing their duties as the royals?
2: I could see that, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, that's their moneymaker.
0: Right. And so they probably were like, well, we don't want to do all of the all of the negative things and and say that we're Royals, but we want to keep the work and the money. (laughs) Yeah. So we want to do the fun things, but then still be distanced because we don't feel like you guys are, are going in the same direction we want to speak for.
2: Yeah. Also kind of back to that conversation we had about the bodyguard of Kanye West, right? Like if you like, if you're Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and you sue the Royal family on some level, Mm -hmm. isn't it really just more about the message you're trying to, to give the public, meaning, um you know well in potential advertisers and people who want to work with you in the future that you are you are so um dead set against that family and what they represented that you'll go to court and and sort of like creating this new image of yourself that you would go to court
0: agreed because i either that or i'm thinking it's because they want to do something under that it regards their new image and they have some sort of uh, non-disclosure or something that prohibits them from doing what they want to do next so now they're suing Yeah, so I can see that maybe happening that based upon what it means to be you know the royals they're not allowed to either say certain things about the family or do things or be involved in certain projects because it doesn't reflect the goals of the family. Yep. So maybe they're trying to sue to get out of that. Like they have their version of a no compete that they get out there in the I world. I just,
2: I would be excited to see them do it. So I just want to see, like, make it happen because <laughs> it'll be fun to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, right. There will be fireworks. There would finally sure. be
0: like the kind of drama that we want to see in a royal family actually happen. Yes, not like something have the sleazy. fight.
2: In yes. the street, right. for once <laughs> yeah, Instead exactly. of like you know, behind palace doors. <laughs> Very true. All right, thank you. You did great, Miss Shannon. Oh, I mean, fifty you. percent ain't bad.
0: I'm I'm actually surprised that I did that well. So thank you, Bradley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And it's you're only going to get better. <laughs> okay. And Rob, thank yes. you um, for actually you got the first one, Rob. So mm-hmm. congrats. Lucky, lucky guess.
0: <laughs> well done.
2: <laughs> Speaking of lucky guesses, actually, I'm going to put you on the spot, Miss Shannon. Do you want to? Um, I have, I want to know what you're watching on television right now in the time of pandemic. So um, when we come back, do you have any TV recommendations you'd like to give us?
0: <laughs> I can tell you what I'm watching. I don't know if anybody else wants to watch it, but yes. Oh,
2: I'm excited. Yes. That's usually the best right. kind of stuff. When you think nobody else is watching, right. we'll find out. All right. Okay. We can come back right here on My Talk one oh seven one. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 107.1. I know you guys are watching stuff on TV, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. I'm Bradley Trainer. Miss Shannon is with me today. Colleen will be back tomorrow. Hopefully, you got to hear her on the morning show. She was in for Jason. Rob is in for Holly because Holly is on vacation. Rob was also in for Elizabeth Reese because she's on vacation. You can tell. <laughs> That people are finally taking vacations.
0: Which is fantastic. I we need some so normalcy in life.
2: Happy for people to do that. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait till I get to do this, so <laughs> I must sail. All right. But in the meantime, in between time, um, we've been taking vacations in our mind by watching television. And I thought, Miss Shannon, I know um you you probably are watching a lot of television.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, More than I normally would. Like normally I'm I'm really bad about just even shows that I really like, I'm really bad about watching them on a regular basis because yeah. my schedule is so all over the place. And I also have a kid, and it, he just runs the TV. So,
2: like, what is he watching?
0: You know, he's you know because of he's twelve, but he's also um, autistic. So he likes a variety of programs, and some of them are age appropriate, and some are things that he just really finds comforting from when he was still a little kid. Okay. So we still, you one day we might come over and we'll be watching Harry Potter, and the next day we might be watching Thomas the Tank Engine. So you yeah. never know. And so well,
2: that's like me. I will watch. I will watch Frag I went through and watched all of Fraggle Rock at right. one point. Which, it's it was soothing. so soothing, yes. or like The Muppet Show. We watched yeah.
0: that, we went through that phase, and we'll just pull up something that we used to watch because you know what you're going to get. There's something about that nostalgia. It's like eating something nice and warm, like pota- you know, mashed potatoes with gravy. Like yeah. it just, It's consuming that is nice. And so whenever he wants to watch something like that, I'm like, okay, cool, we'll just watch it. Because I like cartoons. So if he goes, hey, we're going to watch DuckTales, I'll watch old DuckTale episodes. Oh, for <laughs> I sure, care.
2: I would love to watch yeah. some DuckTales. Exactly. All right, so what are you watching, though?
0: Okay, this is one that I actually got this recommendation from my mom um, and so I was over at her place and she started watching this show called Midsummer Murders so Midsummer Murders
2: I've heard about this a British show right? it's a British yeah. it's a
0: British detective drama kind of, sometimes it's funny. Um, but it's about this chief inspector and he usually has a sergeant sidekick that works with him and they live in this fictitious m- kind of based in reality t- uh, part of uh, England called Midsummer. So they go from village to village and there is surprisingly a large number of murders that happen.
2: Like murder. <laughs> she mis- wrote like ex- everywhere. Angela exa- Lansbury goes, there's murders. And yeah. so,
0: you know, he can't go to dinner with his wife without some getting called away to a murder. And so it's very formulaic, but you don't have to watch um, the episodes in order. Um, Uh, And the thing that's fun about this show is that I went through a phase where I was watching a lot of true crime shows and I watched that. And then I tried, you know, I I was a CSI person. I was a, you know, into, you know, Criminal Minds for a while and those kind of thing. The thing about Criminal Minds and even like a Dexter, those things still feel um, like you could have that happen to you. Yeah. The reason why Midsummer Murders is so... It, it's it's beautiful in the part of uh, uh Britain where they film it you yep. go into all of these these wonderful homes and the people have these fantastic accents but the thing about midsummer murder is that it's so charming it's like when you used to watch like I used to watch these shows with my grandma things like um row and oh and and when you um, would watch like Colombo yep. that's what's cool about midsummer murders is it's not graphic in its murder like somebody
2: is like when you show up they're already dead the
0: most you see is like a knife in the back right or somebody shows up and then there's a shadow and you see them fall like you don't have to see all of the gore and the the intrigue in these villages of midsummer are so fantastic that you know it's not going to happen to you like there is some beef in the bell ringing community (laughs) <laughs> and people start getting murdered. Or, Little did you know, <laughs> I know it was worth killing them. There there's some sort of thing going on between the different choirs in all these towns and then people start dying. Or they're like
2: <laughs> How many seasons?
0: Um, it's up to like In but since theirs are different, I yeah. think it's 20 something oh like that, so like it started back in it started back in like 1997 okay. and so and it's still airing now. They just oh, wow. uh, lost a season, they just launched a season. It started with a particular guy. And the thing that's interesting about it is, it has a guy named Chief Inspector Barnaby, and it started with one actor. and He was one particular Chief Inspector Barnaby, and then basically he did it for a really long time. And then he, when he finally decided to retire, they basically retired his family. And then uh, another actor who was, you know, they had brought into the story a little bit earlier, yeah. who was also Chief Inspector Barnaby, but he's his cousin from another part of England. So his cousin, his younger just cousin, just moved name. in, yeah. yeah, and then took over, and now it's currently with the new You're, Chief so Inspector Barnaby. I, I, it's I fabulous, you'll I, love it.
2: I imagine I don't have to start at the beginning, but oh I gosh, could if no. I, I mean, if
0: you do, it's it's, it's interesting because. You know, you you kind of you, you can start anywhere in it. It's nice to know bits and pieces of it because you then you feel nostalgic, and they're your friends. Yep. And there is a slightly different flavor from the first Chief Inspector Tom Barnaby to the new Chief Inspector John Barnaby. There is a difference in their they're completely different actors. They didn't say come in and act the same. Um. And then they've their sergeants change, and their tones are all different. So you can have your. It's like you're a Doctor Who fan. So yep. same thing as me, where every time you get a new doctor, it's just a slightly different feel. Yeah. it's, just it's like that.
2: And the first couple episodes, you're like, I don't know about this. Right. I'm not sure I'm sold. And then, you know, six episodes and you're like, oh, my God, this is like the best.
0: Right. And that's how I feel about Midsummer Murders. And you can watch it. You can kind of passively watch it. Like yeah. there's some things you want to pay attention to if you are one of those I want to solve along. Sure. But sometimes they intentionally have all these red herrings. It's very pro rowish So there's no point in you trying sometimes. Have you ever
2: watched a series called Rosemary in Time?
0: No, what's that? Okay, so that if you if you lovely. want
2: a lighthearted murder mystery just about the same um speed as what you're discussing. This one has a little more comedy in it and it's it's only been around I think it was only around for three seasons. It's mm-hmm. called Rosemary and Thyme, um, two amazing British actresses, and I think it's that on Amazon lovely. Prime right now. I'll look for it. And they're fun. It's just fun because they're goofy together. But at literally every episode, they run like a, they run a, um, uh, not a florist, but uh, what do you call it? Um, like plants and things, like well, a landscaping company. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah, and,
0: <laughs> with Rosemary and Time as the name, it exactly. Sounds either and that or a, some sort of like chef. Thing. One's
2: named Rosemary and the other one's last name is Time. Right, so it's perfect. But every episode they show up somewhere and inevitably someone dies, right. and you're like, hey could you guys like just acknowledge at some point that every time you show up you are a lightning strike
0: of death is what happens that I mean and that's how it wasn't like the first part of the series so in the first part of Miss Summer Murders so the chief inspector Barnaby's wife Joyce would go and think like she was part of the town choir and then she'd be at choir practice and somebody got murdered in front of her And and she was like in the local theater doing something and they're doing Hamlet and somebody got murdered on stage I'm like this poor woman would be incredibly traumatized yeah because she is constantly <laughs> bombarded with death and mayhem.
2: But you're like, you know, I kind of want to go there.
0: I, that's, I mean, I think that's a good point. You know, I would visit Midsummer. Yeah. And I bring that up as an example because as a, as a geek, you and I, you may, we haven't had this discussion, but people used to ask me things like, why I didn't like Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. And there was something about Game of Thrones. I had absolutely no desire to visit Westeros. Yeah. I, Not I, at all.
2: I only watched about half of the first season. Yeah, because
0: it wasn't... It wasn't something that, you know, and I understand why people did like it. But for me, I didn't find it entertaining. And yep. then even when we normally go someplace where things are complicated, you still want to visit. Yeah, I'll go to Midsummer. Yeah, that'd exactly. be fabulous. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, let's go there during the break. And yes. when we come back, um, actually, we're going to talk about the big project you've been working on over the oh. last few months. Comedy through the chaos. I mm-hmm. hope you'll give us uh, all the details about that. And, happy to. And, um, you know, we'll we'll push mm-hmm. listeners in that direction when we come back right here on my talk. 1071.